Hey everyone, my name is Eric Escobar and I'm the Tech Talker. If you've purchased a new computer or new software in the past few years, you've probably run across the question, is your computer 32-bit or 64-bit? In this week's episode, we'll be going over what the difference is between 64-bit and 32-bit, why it matters, and how to find out which you have. But first, this episode is brought to you by Shutterstock.com. Find the perfect image for your next project. Choose from over 20 million high-quality stock photos, illustrations, vectors, and video clips. Shutterstock reviews each image individually before adding it to its library, and Shutterstock adds 10,000 images every day, so you'll always find something new. Shutterstock has search tools that allow you to drill down by subject, emotion, color, and much more. Today, I searched for a universe on their new stock image discovery tool called Spectrum, and this allows you to instantly explore the image results based upon any color selection. Shutterstock also has flexible pricing. You can choose individual image packs or a monthly subscription, and you can download any image in any size and pay only one price. You can try Shutterstock today by signing up for a free account. No credit card needed. Just start an account and begin using Shutterstock and save images to your light box. When you decide to purchase, use the offer code TechTalker2 and new accounts will receive 30% off any package. That's Shutterstock.com and use the offer code TechTalker2. Okay, so what is a bit exactly? A bit is actually a contraction of the term binary digit. It's the basic unit of information in computing. 8 bits form 1 byte. This might sound familiar if you've checked out my series on BitTorrent. If you recall, BitTorrent is a way to stream and share large files over the web. In other words, BitTorrent is a way to share many and many bits of information with others online. Now, the complicated explanation for what 64-bit really means is that a 64-bit computer processor can handle memory and data addresses represented in 64 bits. To the average computer user, this means nothing. But to put it in better terms, a 64-bit computer can handle more memory than a 32-bit computer. So if it were a bank, a 32-bit computer would have 32 tellers available, while a 64-bit computer would have 64 tellers available. A 64-bit processor can address more memory, but why is that important? Well, a 32-bit machine has a limit to the amount of RAM that it can utilize. The standard 32-bit computer can only use about 3.25 gigabytes of RAM. Now, you can always add more RAM to your computer, but the computer simply would not be able to utilize it. On the other hand, 64-bit systems can handle virtually unlimited RAM. Well, there is a theoretical limit of 17 billion with a B gigabytes of RAM, and this is one major benefit of a 64-bit operating system. Another benefit is the speed boost of 64-bit processors. Taking a look back at the example I gave about the bank, if 64 windows are open at a bank, that means that you could serve the same amount of people as a 32-teller bank, but you could do it twice as fast. Clearly, we can see that 64-bit systems have some real advantages. But what exactly makes a computer 64-bit versus 32-bit? As you may have already guessed, the main item that gives your computer this designation is the processor. If you have a fairly new computer purchased in around the past three years, then the odds are that you'll have a 64-bit processor. But I recommend finding out for sure, and you can do it really easily by checking out the show notes where I've posted links on how to do this for both Mac and Windows operating systems. Now that you know which processor your system is running, the next question is, how does the processor type affect your user experience? 
The biggest difference will be the software that you install. If you have a 64-bit system, then you can run 64-bit programs and 32-bit programs on your computer. If you try and run a 32-bit program on a 64-bit computer, the program will work fine, but you'll not see any speed improvements as you would if you were using a 64-bit computer. Basically, your 64-bit machine would only work as fast as a 32-bit machine running that specific program. So as a rule of thumb, 64-bit programs should be used in a 64-bit machine whenever possible to get the fastest speeds. And well, if you have a 32-bit computer, you won't be able to run any 64-bit programs. An interesting note about this is that if you compare two computers side by side, you'll notice that while a 64-bit machine is faster, it may not actually be twice as fast as a 32-bit computer. It would seem intuitive, wouldn't it? Well, it's because the computer world is in a transition. We are transitioning away from 32-bit and moving to 64-bit. This transition is frustrating because when a software developer writes software, he has to write two versions. One version is 64-bit and the other version is 32-bit. However, if a developer doesn't have the resources to write both, then they'll default to writing the 32-bit version because it works on both types of systems. This is the biggest reason why 64-bit computers aren't truly twice as fast as their 32-bit relatives. It would be like putting regular gasoline inside of a race car. Without optimized programs, the computer can't meet its full potential. It's only a matter of time before we transition completely to 64-bit computers and software programs. But for now, it's a good thing that many large software developers create software for both types of systems. This episode is brought to you by Shutterstock.com. With over 20 million high-quality stock photos, illustrations, vectors, and video clips, Shutterstock helps to take your creative projects to the next level. For 30% off your new account, go to Shutterstock.com and use offer code TECHTALKER2. That's TECHTALKER with the number 2. And with that, here are your quick and dirty tips for 64-bit and 32-bit systems. 1. 32-bit systems are limited to 3.2 gigabytes of RAM. 2. 64-bit systems allow for faster processing and up to 17 billion gigabytes of RAM. 3. If you have a 64-bit system, you should use 64-bit software whenever possible, but it can still run 32-bit software if you need it to. 4. If you have a 32-bit system, you can't run 64-bit programs. Okay, now in this episode, I talked a lot about different components of your computer. But if you want to know more about each of these components, such as RAM and processors, be sure to check out my episode on the inner workings of your computer. I've posted a link to it in the show notes of this episode. Well, that's it for today. Be sure to check out all of my earlier episodes at techtalker.quickanddirtytips.com. And if you have any further questions about this podcast or want to make a suggestion for a future episode, post your comments in the Tech Talker Facebook page. And until next time, I'm the Tech Talker, keeping technology simple. 